Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Agree to Disagree. We're here for our second show this week. I'm Noah Schwartz, alongside Aiden Char, Dean Gudick, and Jack Asello. Uh, we're back today with a special episode, definitely something we didn't expect to do, but something we feel is important to do following the events of the last 24 hours or so. Yesterday was one of the more monumental sports days in recent history as teams boycotted across the various leagues, starting with the NBA's Milwaukee Bucks, and it expanded to Major League Baseball, WNBA, MLS. It, it, it was a pretty far-reaching boycott. Uh, so we wanted to talk about it, describe our feelings on it, what may happen going forward, and just how we support the players and whatever they feel is best. So, Dean, I know you were definitely on top of this all day yesterday, as we all were. Tell me what went through your head as you found out that the Milwaukee Bucks were first going to boycott their game against Orlando following the three uh, postponements in the NBA and then all the other postponements that went on throughout the rest of the day. Yeah. Um, you know, I was, it was like a huge wave hit the sports world yesterday. It was, you know, a lot of people didn't expect this, but I completely respect and agree with the Bucks are doing boycotting the NBA boycotting Rachel, uh, racial and uh, racial injustice. Um, some wonder, of course, and we discussed this yesterday, Noah, what boycotting does. Nike, you know, relies on the NBA, Time Warner, um, uh, Disney, all these big companies rely on the NBA. And if the NBA is not playing, boycotting's gonna, you know, this is what happens. If these guys boycott, they, they, the NBA loses out on money, loses out on ratings, loses out on sponsorships. The NBA loses out. And boycotting forces the NBA to make a move and forces these companies to actually do something and try to say something. But a big shockwave just hit me. I was surprised, but I, this was the right move. And I was happy that it continued throughout the NBA, the Thunder and um, Rockets and then the Lakers Blazers. I don't believe games are going to be played to get uh, uh, play today. You also had leagues like the MLS who canceled games. The MLB had some canceled games. I respect that the Bucks started this trend and started to, you know, wanted other leagues and teams like take note of what the Bucks are doing, you know, start a movement and send a message throughout the sports world. But then on the other hand, you had the NHL, uh, you know, who – uh, and granted, the NHL compared to other leagues is uh, not as diverse um, in terms of the uh, in terms of the races of the players. But still, uh, it's a major sport, and there are people of color that play in the NHL, and they didn't cancel or postpone any games. Um, they did have, I believe, a moment of silence before games, but it was not. Uh, you know, thought thoughts and prayers only go so far. Uh, what really means. Uh, what really makes a difference is people showing that they're willing to sacrifice things and take chances. Uh, and the NHL didn't show that. Uh, so I hope that the NHL chooses to, you know, follow the path of uh, the NBA and the MLB uh, and the MLS and not play all of their games tonight. I hope that teams uh, together can make the decision that if the NHL does want to play tonight, they will boycott. Uh, I do think that would be a good thing because, you know, for these players, it's it's a difficult, it's got to be difficult for these players. They're risking wins in the playoffs. They could be forfeiting a game. They're risking uh, their reputation in the league. They're risking potentially money. Um, I bet they're healthy and they're stuck in these bubbles, a lot of them. They're, they're risking their health, yeah. Um, but 
you know, it's, it's something that they need to do. And I'm glad that uh, in the NBA players did decide to do that. They stood up for what, what they, what they believed in and they did the right thing in my opinion. And then with the, the uh, poll last night with the NBA players, uh, it was every team except the Lakers and Clippers decided to continue the season, which was a little bit surprising, but it does show a lot. I mean, we know LeBron James is a huge activist, a great person. Um, and I think that he had a major, like he, he was a, probably the reason that the Lakers decided to um, vote to cancel the season. Uh, so I'm definitely interested in seeing where that all goes. If the NBA does decide to cancel the season, you know, what happens if just those two teams want to want to end the season now or their games canceled or they out of the playoffs and everybody else keeps playing or does the NBA respect the wishes of one team, two teams and end the season for everybody. Uh, it's definitely a difficult situation for the NBA right now. They need to uh, talk with players and come up with, uh, a, the right course of action, which is definitely going to be difficult. Yeah, I agree with pretty much everything you guys said. Like Dean said, the NBA, you know, they could be at risk of losing money, sponsorships. There's potential if they decide to cancel the season that an, an NBA lockout could happen again. I don't think anyone wants to see that. Uh, Dean told told us earlier before, right before we started recording, that Woe's tweeted out that he's off. There's a lot of optimism that the playoffs will continue, so that's obviously a good sign. But like like you guys said, I have no problems with what the Milwaukee Bucks did. They stood up for what they believed in. It happened in their city, so I think it was only right that they were the first team to to step up and do, and do what they believed in. So no no problems with that. And it really it was really it was really incredible to, to, to me to see how impactful it was and how it spread throughout all the other sports so quickly. And I think definitely. it's important to mention, Jack, that this police brutality issue is definitely something that really hits close to home for the Bucks. not just because of this incident with uh, Jacob Blake in, in Wisconsin, but also because one of their own players really had a public situation in, uh, that relates to this. Just recently, Sterling Brown, one of their young players, uh, got, you know, got in an altercation with a police officer just a couple of years ago, and it was a big situation and, and definitely went public and people knew about it. And so that definitely, you know, relates to it and is pretty similar to what happened in this situation this week. So it definitely hits close to home for the Bucks. And as you said, it's only right that as the, the, the Wisconsin basketball team that they stood up and, and showed what they believed in for an incident that happened, obviously, in their state. It really hits close to home in that, in that regard, too. But for one of their players, I mean, he definitely can relate to this in a significant way. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. The, um, the Bucks did a team statement after, which was um, phenomenal. The players – took out the papers with the team, did a statement upon themselves, and I thought it was very powerful. The Bucks team, I believe, after called the attor uh, attorney general and the lieutenant in Wisconsin, it and it was, I thought it was a very powerful um, thing that they were trying to do. I will say um, there there are a few like teams and players that I just want to give like a you know a shout out to, basically saying good job. Obviously, the Bucks. Uh, but kind of going hand in hand with that is the Magic. Uh, the Magic had the chance to basically say, we want to play, uh, we, regardless of whether or not the Bucks want to play. They could have stayed out there and forced the Bucks to forfeit that game, take the win. They didn't do that uh, because it was the right thing to do. Uh, and then the Milwaukee Brewers also 
uh, went out and said, hey, we saw what the Bucks are doing and we stand with them. We want to boycott our game. And I'm not sure who, who they were playing. I can't remember. But I think it was team, Cincinnati. Cincinnati. They, they both decided to boycott the game. Um, and then uh, there have been several players in the NHL. Um, I can't remember their names off the top of my head, but they've been speaking out against the NHL. It, it really seems like a pretty big group of people in the NHL of players and coaches uh, have been saying that the NHL was wrong for playing games last night. Uh, obviously I mentioned LeBron James earlier. He's been, he's been doing great and just athletes from all sports of all races of all different abilities, you know, they've been uh, speaking out, they've been tweeting, they've been talking to the media, they've been doing whatever um, because it really is important that we know how these players feel. There's a lot of people who say they want to keep protests out of sports, um, keep or keep politics out of sports or whatever, but sports have always been political. Uh, it's not a new thing that uh, protests are entering sports, that politics are entering sports. We have to, I think it's a really important part of sports uh, and we have to defend that. We have to, we have to allow athletes to be able to speak out and, say what they believe yeah I mean um Aiden I was gonna say this could be a trend that you know continues in the NFL season and other sports of course even uh European soccer you saw in the um the MLS yesterday uh Toronto player Josie Altidore after the NBA can't um postpone their games he said MLS what's next and then the MLS players from Inter Miami and at, um, Atlanta stood in solidarity I think that's how you say that word they stood. They all stood together, yep. and they didn't play the rest of the games. And I thought it was a huge message. Uh, J.R. Smith from your L.A. Lakers, Noah, had a huge message saying, "You can't hear us. Well, now you can't see us." And I thought that was a very, very deep, powerful message by J.R. Smith, uh, implicating his thoughts on the NBA. But there was also something interesting yesterday about the rumors. Me and uh, Jack knows that we discussed yesterday. The Clippers uh, player rep, Terrence Mann, tweeted out that it was cap, which means lies all over, put your phones down, uh, as in regards to the rumors that were going on yesterday with the postponed season and the Clippers uh, voting against. Well, I think there was some confusion, Dean, because I think when it first came out, some of these rumors, uh, people thought that it meant that there was a final vote yesterday and the Clippers and Lakers said, we're out, we're not playing, this is a final thing. Yes. It, tur it turns out that, and I, I saw this clarified a little bit later, that it was more of just an informal poll to see who was more interested in playing than, than, than who else. And it seemed like every team outside of the Lakers and Clippers was pretty adamant that they wanted to play. But again, just an informal poll just to see where everybody's heads were at. But I did think it was interesting. And, and you mentioned this, I think it was Jack who's touched on this before that specifically the Lakers and Clippers, or maybe it was Aiden actually, the Lakers and Clippers were the ones who specifically yeah. you know, voted no. And I thought that was interesting because, Obviously, is two of the head the, the leaders in the championship race, you know, two of the teams that most people think will win the title. It was interesting that they're the ones opting out. But I also thought it was interesting because I felt that those two teams specifically had done a really good job of taking on this dual role while in the bubble. And, you know, we talked a lot about Definitely. this before the bubble that they were going down there to play, but also going down there to, you know, promote social justice and, and equality. And LeBron had said, you know, I think it was after game four half my head is, is in terms of basketball wanting to win this title, but my other half uh, worth, I'm thinking about social justice. And I thought those two teams specifically had done a really good job with that. I mean, yeah. obviously LeBron, Doc Rivers, like two of the more prominent people speaking out in the NBA. 
And I was surprised that those were the two teams who decided that they didn't want to play as much because they seem to really be taking on this challenge and, and really doing a great job with it compared to everybody else. I mean, the whole league is, is doing really well, but I thought those two teams specifically were, were really at the top of their games in terms of just both on the floor, but also off the floor. So we'll see what happens from here, but I can't imagine the season will continue if the Lakers and Clippers opt out of it. Cause that does nothing for the NBA. It, it, you've oh, got to have everybody play or nobody play. You, you want to be united. You, you definitely want to have total unity on, on this issue. And I think that brings me to my next question that I want to just ask you guys quick. Some of the teams yesterday in that meeting said that they were upset with the Bucks, that they didn't really communicate that they were planning to boycott to the other teams. Cause I think they were like, Hey, why did you tell us we would have also done this at the exact same time as you. Now, some people like Jalen Brown didn't need an explanation. They, they were fine with it, but what, what do you guys think on that? Would you have, if you were in the NBA or, you know, just as an outsider, would you prefer to have total unity or would you, were you fine with the Bucks just doing what they thought was the best thing in the locker room? I think it's, it can kind of go both ways. Yeah. Uh, personally, yeah. I think what the Bucks did was right. Glass half, glass half full. Yeah. I think, I think what the Bucks did was right. I think it was the right idea for them to not tell anyone to just do it. Uh, because that, like, it's not the, you know, the element of surprise, but like the fact that nobody knew they were doing it and it happened, um, you know, it, it showed, uh, I, I read a tweet somewhere, I can't remember exactly what it was, but like, what's the difference between this and everything else that's happened in the NBA bubble since the restart? You know, they've been having messages on their jerseys, they've been kneeling for the anthem, things like that. Um, the difference is this was not sanctioned. Had in, the NBA didn't sign off on it, they were doing it f- knowing full well they could get punished for it. Um, and had they told other teams, there's a chance that the NBA could have caught wind of it and said, you know what, to support these teams, we're canceling games, and then it's it kind of ruins the purpose of it. Um, you know, this isn't about wanting the NBA to cancel the games necessarily. I think for the players, it was more about the players wanting to take the stand and say, we want to be the ones to end these games, uh, which is why it's so important to not talk about, in my opinion, I think we shouldn't be talking about this as, you know, the NBA canceled the games as much as the players canceled the games. Um, And of course, it would have been great to see the other two teams uh, or the other two games have the same uh, outcome as the Bucks, have everybody do the same thing. But it could have ended up just getting the NBA involved and that would have taken away some of the weight of the protest. Yeah, I agree with everything you just said. Sorry that I just took for, uh, talked for so long. No, it's okay. No, I just wake up a little. No, so I, I think that, you know, it, it's important, Aiden, to mention, as you said, you know, you want to have unity on this, but at the same time, it really doesn't matter. Whatever, whatever the players feel is the best thing to do seems to just, that seems to work, and that's exactly how you, the approach you want to take. Now, what do you guys think on the games going forward? I, I know today, I, I heard on, on first take before Stephen A. Smith said he doesn't think that games will be played today. But tomorrow, the next day, next week, next month, what do you think is better for the league? Do you think it's better to have guys in the bubble playing and also doing their work in terms of social justice? Or do you think it's better to just ax this thing, send everybody home, keep them safe from COVID, all that, or would you rather keep playing the games? I know as sports fans, we want to see the games, but just from a social justice perspective, what do you think is a better, more effective method going forward? I think they should definitely keep playing because I think they can definitely spread their message better 
if they're in, they're playing, they're in front of the cameras, and they can spread what they want to. They can say what they want to say. They can spread the word. I feel like you can't do that from inside your house when nobody's watching and nobody's listening. That's just my opinion on it. Unless you're a superstar, but not everyone in the NBA and like nobody, whatever. Nobody's gonna hear. Is. Nobody's gonna hear. Like like here, the biggest example is the Bucks. If you, if you cancel the season, no one's gonna. No one's gonna hear Sterling Brown's message like they did the other day because nobody even probably knows who he is. I'm, I'm not. No disrespect. I'm not trying to be mean. Like, no, but you're right. I mean, yeah, what I'm saying. Like none of these like be, be, like bench players on in the NBA are gonna be able to get their message across. Out if they're not in the bubble, because only people are going to focus on the LeBron James and the and the Jason Tatum's and the Lucas. Right. Well, LeBron's also the voice of the NBA, so whatever he says or does will impact the whole league. He's like the the, the anchor of the league, the voice of the league. Right. So uh, you, you guys pretty much in agreement that the game should continue. I think I mean, the games the game... have to continue. Uh, a court uh, for the NBA or for I guess every league. The league like, has to say the games are going to continue. Yeah, the also, players have to decide. Yeah, I feel like players have to decide, but also I think it's like like Dean said earlier in this, it's going to kind of be like what happened with Kobe. Like they're going to stay out a couple of days and they're going to resume. Because also I think at the end of the day, like part of it, like I know they're trying to fight for this, but there's a risk they they're just going to the players themselves can lose just so much money because if they go into a lockout. So that's something that they have to. That's yeah. something they have to be willing to sacrifice. Yeah, for the greater way. good. Yeah, how much? How far are you willing to go? That's and I, I actually think they would be willing to sacrifice. I think many of them would. Financial implications of this. Yeah, possibly. Yeah, I mean, sorry. <laughs> okay. I mean, if they resume the season, you're gonna have to. I feel like I don't want to get too political with this. You're gonna have to use your uh, platform more. I mean, of course, you know the messages on the jerseys and the court. But I feel like these players, players, the leagues themselves, Adam Silver, all these guys are going to really have to voice up, you know, their opinion really like, you know, say something and take action. That's like LeBron said, he wants the league. He wants the owners to take action. I feel like more of these guys are going to have to say something and take action. Yeah. But also I think they should like after games, they shouldn't answer any basketball related questions. They should just talk about social injustice and what the message that they want to spread. Yeah. In a way, That's, don't answer like their game plans and how they felt. Like, just just talk about social injustice. And yeah. I, I think one thing that I would like to see for sure, because at the beginning of the bubble, I think it was maybe the first day or two, they did show a lot of the national anthems being played, and they showed players kneeling and whatever messages they were trying to spread during that time. And they haven't really shown them since. They've just been going right to the games. They have not shown the, the Star Spangled Banner being played and what players are yeah. reacting to it. Yeah. So I think that would be a thing that maybe the players could request going forward, say, you know, for every single playoff game, we want to have our time to show exactly what we're standing for or kneeling for. And, and, you know, they could show that on the television for all the fans to see. But yeah. I, I do think that it is kind of hard to request more out of the owners. You know, they've already donated millions and millions of dollars to some of these foundations and to promote justice and equality and so they have they definitely have shown that they're willing to take steps to do it so i'm just not sure exactly what the players are going to be able to request that's realistic i guess out of the owners they, they seem to done they seem to have done a lot already so we'll see what they are able to do going forward even more but i i just hope that this whole boycott wasn't for nothing i really hope that it does spur change i think that you guys all obviously would agree with that but we'll see what what these owners are willing to do in terms of you know, financial implications and, you know, what they're willing to sacrifice. One thing I do want to know that I'm, I, I'm just interested in, 
figuring out is so what happens if like the NBA takes a vote? They're apparently having another meeting right around now in the bubble. Um, what if the NBA takes a vote and, you know, 70% of players, for instance, want to cancel the season? That's a majority. Yeah, but, cancel. but do you cancel it for those 70%? What about those 30% who want to keep playing? Or what if it's even smaller? What if it's like 55-45? You know, is that enough to cancel the season? Does it have to be unanimous? Does it have to be just a majority? Like, what I would, is it? I would think it has to be – it would have to be a percentage like you just mentioned for them to cancel it. Just because if 55 or 65 or 75, whatever it is, players – percent of the players say they want out and they're all saying we're not going to play anymore, well, that then risks the health of the players, right? Because then mm-hmm. you're going to have less guys on each roster, obviously. You may have teams that opt out entirely – and now it just messes up the competitive balance of the sport. Obviously you're risking guys in terms of playing too many minutes. You're going to put them on the floor too often. So I think at that point, the league would just have to say, there's not enough momentum on our side to keep this going. But I honestly don't believe that will happen. I do, I do think there's enough players out there. I mean, 16 or what was it? 13 teams. I believe it was last night said they wanted to play only two said they wanted out. So I, I I'm of the belief that they'll keep playing. I think you guys all kind of Me feel too. that. Yeah. But if they were to come out today and, and the board of governors meeting and these players meeting that they're doing now, and they came out and said, you know, we've kind of reached a decision that we don't want to do this anymore. It wouldn't shock me because, because it, what they're willing to sacrifice here is more than basketball and they're willing to sacrifice their careers. And it seems like money and, and whatever else it is to, to promote social justice and equality for the black community going forward, because they want to show solidarity with obviously the yeah. shooting in Wisconsin and everywhere else that these sorts of actions have taken place. Yeah. Also, Woj, the latest update I want to give. Woj tweeted out 20 minutes ago, conversations have been ongoing throughout the morning among owners, league executives, coaches, and players about how the league can restart these playoffs. Sources tell ESPN, the players and board of governors have separate meetings set to start now. That was 20 minutes ago. So it sounds like they're trying to find a way to keep it going and to spread the message further. So that's a good sign. Yeah, I saw that tweet, yeah. Now, what do you guys think other leagues could do? Because we focused on basketball. They're obviously at the forefront of this. But just in ter- as a Mets fan, last night, the, the speech given by Dominic Smith post-game yeah, was, was just heartbreaking. And was, he kneeled yeah, before the game where nobody else on the, on the team really did. And he just kind of looked alone out there taking a stand. And, and nobody else was even willing to just do that, taking a knee. Uh, where do you think other leagues should go? Because baseball is definitely not as advanced in these social activist uh, movements as basketball is I, I don't think soccer is hockey definitely is not I don't think football is even close so if you were some of these other leagues that are either playing now or going to start up in the next few weeks few months where do you go from here I think well, the place to start is what you said definitely like show the national anthem show where you stand like have them like united show it on tv I thought that was a good idea also, before the broadcast, like, starts, maybe, like, give, like, a dedication, like, this game goes out to, like, kind of like that. That could be good. Yeah. Okay. I uh, – go, go ahead, Dean, now. You go. No, I was laughing at you because you were like this the whole oh, time. Oh, yeah. Uh, someone's upstairs dropping things on my ceiling, apparently. Um, oh. So, no, I, I just think that it's definitely going to be difficult. I think the NFL has the most to think about right now. Uh, about how they want to how they want to deal with this, the MLB, uh, the NHL, and the NBA. You know, they're they're thinking on the fly, but 
uh, I think that there are it's it's going to be more difficult. There's going to be more scrutiny on the NFL because they're going to have weeks to think about this. Um, so whatever they do, they have to make sure it's the best option. I think the best thing that they can do is kind of keep on the track that they've been going on uh, with, you know, they've said we support players kneeling during the anthem. That's huge. Uh, you know, if they, if they had said that they don't support it still, then players aren't going to be kneeling, but you know, they're, they probably wouldn't be playing. Yeah, that too. Um, I think they, they should do something similar to what the NBA is doing in terms of jerseys. I think it would be really interesting to be able to see um, messages on the backs of jerseys instead of names. Although I do get that that might be more difficult for a 53 man team as opposed to a 12 man team. Um, and then there's, um, uh, they, they supposedly are going to be playing the uh, Black National Anthem for week one. I think that's something that has to happen for every week. Uh, it's, yeah. it's a little thing, but why just week one? It's, this, racism isn't a thing that's going to be solved by playing a song uh, 16 times. Mm-hmm. You know, it's right. going to be solved by playing it at every game, every week for the entire season. And maybe for the rest of the NFL, like the future too. I think this isn't something that we should just stop after one game. You know, it's it. Uh, yeah, that's that's my thoughts on the NFL. I mean, it's you know, it's you mentioned, and of course, not just you know, it's not going to ha- uh, help in a week. You know, when they mentioned the first few games of playoffs or bubble in the NBA, like no, it's like they just mentioned they just post a kneeling and then that's it. I feel like, you know, one game, one week, one day is not going to be enough. You're going to have to do it throughout. If you want to get your message across more, if you want the, the people to see more and see what these leagues are doing and where they're going, I feel like, you know, putting this stuff on TV, you know, getting the message out there every day is, you know, is key. It's, I think it's the, um, how do I say it? It's the way to go. But you mentioned, you know, other leagues, you know, the M- the NBA, the MLS, the the NBA has like a legislation, like like the owners can meet, whereas the NFL is not even close to that. Like that's the thing. I feel like the NBA owners, the players could have more like common ground, whereas the NFL would be like more separated. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah there just seems to be more of a divide there. The NBA owners yeah. to be really united with the players on this. I mean, I think every single franchise. I I don't know if it was thirty out of thirty, but I I believe it was almost every team came out with some sort of a statement yesterday. I mean, even the New York Knicks did, and they never do things like that. So at least you can see that, that these franchises are really starting to take a stand and make it clear, like, where, where, they, where they are on this issue. Yeah, yeah. definitely. So, all right. Uh, I think we've talked a lot about this for today. I, it's definitely not been an easy couple of days just watching all this go down. This, the shooting, the video, I mean, I think everybody that's watching this has seen it. Uh, it, it's an awful video. It's terrifying. It's horrible. And I just hope that maybe this shooting will spur some change because it seemed like the one before this and the one before that really didn't do anything. I, I hope that we can just figure something out and, and just keep going forward in a positive way. But it doesn't seem like right now this country is anywhere near a solution. But I, I, as for us and, and agree to disagree, we're trying to be part of the solution. Again, we're sports people. We're not always you know, so politically inclined all the time, but we're trying as best as we can to be a part of the change and, and help out as much as we can through this show and through our social media. So, you know, we're not going to be back on campus anytime soon because of COVID, but we're going to keep doing these shows here. We're going to be on Zoom all the time. We're going to talk about it. We're going to be open and vocal about our views on sports and on 
issues like these. So we'll definitely be active and out there. Uh, so make sure you follow us on our social medias, watch our YouTube. We're now on Spotify. Make sure you listen to us there. We'll be on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Spotify. Uh, we're now on Facebook now. So we're, we're active. We're going to be out there. We're going to make sure that, that you guys know where we stand on a lot of these issues as well as once the games come back, if they come back where we stand on, on some of those, some of those issues as well. But um, you know, that's it for us today. Thanks for watching everyone. We appreciate the support. We definitely do follow us at 1306 sports as well. Uh, we just hope that we can find a solution somewhere sometime soon in terms of this country and where, where race is because it, the, the divide right now is just too big. Yeah, definitely. You said it, you said it best. Yeah. Um, all right. Have a good one, everybody. Not much more to say. Yeah, we appreciate the support. Thank you so much. Till next time.